Rev it up and welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 1608. This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Hello, inspiring automotive enthusiasts, and welcome to Cars Yeah. I'm revved up and so excited to share with you today a very special guest calling in from, gee, just north of me, Seattle, Washington, Gabe Mountjoy. Gabriel Mountjoy is a graduate of the Cal Poly Mechanical Engineering Department in San Luis Obispo, Poly Royale, been to a couple of those. He and his wife, Anne, founded Common Fibers in 2013 after the invention of a carbon fiber hinge. For the past six years, they've developed composite products for the automotive, aerospace, medical, construction, and consumer goods industries. Recent projects include a full carbon fiber body for a 1969 Charger. That's very cool. We'll learn about that. Multiple components of a soon-to-launch supercar, aiming to break the world record. Very cool. And multiple parts for the original Tesla Roadster. We'll be back in just a minute to learn a lot more from Gabe, but first a word from our valued sponsors that make this show possible, so I hope you support them. Sit tight, keep your seatbelt on, and we'll be right back. When it comes to your vehicles, things can get a little messy. Rain, snow, salt, mud, dirt, and everything Mother Nature comes up with can hurt the finish of your vehicles, both inside and out, like that bird on the branch up above your car. I'm not worried, though, because I've used Covercraft products on my ride since 1975. That's right, since 1975. Today, Covercraft offers you a total solution for vehicle protection. They make the best fitting, finest made car covers in the world and offer a wide variety of materials, colors, and options that protect your paint and the interior, whether your car is inside or outside. Plus, they keep your car cool when it's parked in the sun. Live where it's really sunny all the time? (laughs) Lucky. Covercraft covers and sunscreens are the best. If you've got pets, messy kids, messy in-laws, Just plain messy friends, Covercraft seat covers are the perfect fit and perfect solution for keeping your seats looking new. They're easy on, easy off, and they're easy to wash too. And don't forget Covercraft's custom fit floor mats and trunk liners, plus they're very handy seat back organizers. They are must-haves for all your vehicles. Your car, your truck, your van, or whatever you drive will say thank you. And I've got a deal for you. If you use the code YEAH120, that's Y-E-A-H-120, at Covercraft.com, you can get 10% off your Covercraft order. Just go to Covercraft.com, check out all the products they have to protect your vehicles, use the code YEAH120 at checkout, and get that 10% discount. That's Covercraft.com, and use YEAH120 at checkout. Covercraft, they've got you covered. Hey, Mark Green here. I want to invite you to a virtual wine tasting event that I'm hosting on Thursday, August 6th at 5 p.m. Pacific Daylight Time. You've heard me talk about Adobe Road Wineries, the racing series here on Cars Yeah. Well, I've invited some of my fellow automotive enthusiasts and past Cars Yeah guests to this very special exclusive event. And I'm inviting you too. Mikhail Haggerty and Wayne Carini will be there to share their love of classic cars, 
Racer Lynn St. James provides her insights on racing during these crazy pandemic times and the challenges of choosing a best of show from Jeff Love and David Lillywhite, editors of Magneto. They'll be talking about their virtual concourse. When you purchase two bottles of the racing series, you'll get a private invitation to this exclusive Zoom event that centers at Adobe Road Winery, where Vintner and endurance racer Kevin Buckler and his winemaker Garrett Martin will share the secrets to their unique racing series wines. Having enjoyed these delicious blends, I promise you, you will love the racing series. Your purchase of two bottles from the racing series gets you in the virtual door. Use the code UNICEF, U-N-I-C-E-F, all one word in all caps, when you check out, and you'll get 10% off your purchase of any wine from the racing series. And Adobe Road will be giving 10% of this event sales to UNICEF. Just go to adoberoadwines.com and you'll see where to sign up. The wine ships promptly and it arrives quickly. There's always a seat at the table for excellence with the racing series. Go to adoberoadwines.com today and use the code UNICEF when you check out for a very fast and fun evening with me and these wonderful guests. Thursday, August 6th at 5 p.m. Pacific Daylight Time. Cheers! The 4th Annual Saratoga Motor Car Auction will take place on Friday, September 18th and Saturday, September 19th. It will be held at the Saratoga Performing Arts Center in the beautiful Saratoga Spa State Park, located in upstate New York. Presented by the Saratoga Automobile Museum, a not-for-profit institution, this live event continues to be the premier collector car auction for the Northeastern United States. Proceeds from the auctions help support the museum's educational programs and exhibits that engage, educate, and inspire the automotive community. To consign your vehicle, view current inventory, and register to bid, visit saratogamotorcarauctions.org. There you can learn how finance partner J.J. Best Bank and insurer partner Haggerty can help put you in your dream vehicle. That's SaratogaMotorCarAuctions.org. Hey Gabe, welcome to Cars Yeah! Are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? I sure am. Thanks for having me, Mark. Absolutely. Well, it looks like uh, summer finally showed up here in the Pacific Northwest as I look out my finally. window. And, yeah, finally. It's been <laughs> slow to arrive this year. Absolutely. Well, before we jump into the questions I have for you, I always like to ask my guests this question to kind of start on a little different track. What's one little thing that most people don't know about you, Gabe? Uh, let's see here. Um, I climbed Mount Kilimanjaro when I was 15. No so. kidding. Holy cow. Uh, yeah. Wow. Kind of a cool Cool little different thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, we got a little mountain right here uh, down the road. They, they, have you climbed to the top of Mount Rainier? So we actually have permits to climb it uh, on Thursday. Um, oh, But we're actually, <laughs> yeah, well, we were going to make a summit attempt this Thursday, but uh, with the conditions, we've actually pushed it out a month. Okay. So okay. looking well, to bag this peak next. Yeah. Well, there you go. Very cool. I've got several friends that have done that. My son, uh, ha- that's on his goal list is to climb up there. Uh, I've never ventured up that high, but we've hiked all around the mountain. It's such a beautiful place to go. And oh my gosh. So uh, you'll have to keep me informed and send me some pictures when you get absolutely. to the top. Yeah, absolutely. Well, listen, as we start this journey, we call your life. I want to start with a success quote or a mantra, some kind of saying that has meaning for you. It's a nice way to get the wheels spinning a little little bit here on cars yeah so gabe grab the wheel all right well we have one mantra that we uh you know really push in our entire shop and i do in my life as well uh which is pretty simple it's do the hard work up front it's extremely important in composites uh, which of course is my business that you start 
with the hard work up front uh, because the way you make something out of carbon fiber is you make a plug and then you make a mold and then you make a part and and the work the hard work shows that if you do it in the at the beginning the final part's just going to be that much better no doubt carbon fiber is one of those cool things i'm sitting here talking with you and my coaster on my desk is uh, carbon fiber. So, uh, you know, it's All just right. yeah, one of those cool, cool things. And definitely preparation is key. It's like painting a vehicle or a home or, or anything. If you don't do the prep work, you could be a great at spraying paint, but it won't look very good. Let's dig deep into this business of yours. And I want to first start, you know, we did this in our pre-show chat, Common Fibers. Interesting name for a business that is not I wouldn't say is common and very <laughs> uncommon and very particular. Where'd the name come from? So, I mean, it's exactly what you're saying right there is that carbon fiber is uncommon. Uh, but from day one, our goal has been to make carbon fiber more common. Ah. You know, our original motto was uh, make carbon fiber casual. Now our motto is you know, life is carbon based. And our goal is that uh, we're trying to make carbon fiber more common for everyday people. And so whether it's a wallet or a car part uh, or some other way that we can get carbon fiber into your life, that is our goal. Well, it's very cool. And, you know, us car fanatics, enthusiasts love carbon fiber for a variety of reasons. Let's dig deep into what you're doing in your business. And I mentioned in a pre-show chat some very unique things, full bodies for classic cars, a new supercar setting to going to be setting a record. So give us a little talk about what gets you excited and fired up every morning about coming to work at Carbon Fibers. Absolutely. I mean, every day is different, uh, which is what makes our jobs so amazing. We do a lot of automotive work, which I know is what your audience is most interested oh, in. Oh, yeah. But, you know, we do do other other stuff from drones uh, to medical devices. But, you know, sticking to the car stuff we're doing, um, you know, I mentioned we're building these uh, 69 Charger bodies. Yeah. It's actually pretty cool because it, it's a company out of New York, 612 Auto Works. And what they're doing actually is they're buying a brand new 2018 Hellcat uh, Challenger. And actually what they're doing is they're removing all the body panels from it and completely rebuilding it with the 69 Charger body panels that have been custom made. So uh, he actually shaped them to fit this new car. And then we molded them and turned them into carbon. It's a brand new car, all the modern amenities. But, you know, we dropped 500 pounds off the weight of it. And the entire thing is aesthetic carbon. Well, just what you need, a Hellcat can, that can go faster, right? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Why not? Well, it sounds very cool, but you think about old cars versus new cars. Cars have gotten so big. I mean, they're just yes. bigger nowadays. I, I park my old Porsche next to a new Porsche, and it makes my old Porsche, which look, because it's a turbo-bodied car, look it looked kind of big back in the day, but now it looks like a little toy. So I, I'm going to have to have you send me some pictures of this thing to see what it looks like when it's all done. Yeah. And what about this supercar that you're building? Yeah, so we are working um, with SSC. They're out of Tri-Cities. They're working on the Tuatara, if you've heard of it or not, but uh, they're making an attempt at setting the world record uh, for the fastest production supercar. And so I can't disclose everything we're doing with them, but we're making some very cool carbon fiber components, aero, interior, structural, you name it, to help them develop this car and uh, hopefully set that world record soon. Very cool. Well, let's go back in time a little bit. What got you into this business? Um, so I mentioned I was uh, from Cal Poly doing mechanical engineering. And when I originally went to Cal Poly, my goal uh, was to work in the automotive, specifically in automotive efficiency. That's been my interest since high school. You know, how do you make cars not only go fast, but how do you make it efficient as well? And so Cal Poly had a super mileage team where they were building carbon fiber race cars that got 1,000 miles, 2,000 miles per gallon. Whoa. Yeah. And so I went to Cal Poly specifically to join join that team, uh, which I did. Uh, you know, I became the president of and ran the club uh -huh. for uh, 
three years or so and built a car, a pod <laughs> that mm-hmm. would go uh, over 2000 miles per gallon. And the whole car itself weighed 75 pounds. And how did that happen? It was because we built it out of carbon fiber. Ah. And that's really what introduced me to it. You know, at first I thought, oh, I'm interested in engines and I want to make engines more efficient. But after a couple of years, I realized the low hanging fruit in the area we can actually save so much in in the automotive is weight of the vehicles. Sure. Uh, that We have these materials that are available to us that are just being underutilized. And so we started building everything and anything out of carbon fiber. You know, it's such a cool product component, uh, it, everything about it from the looks of it to the features of it and how it benefits. Now, you mentioned that you guys build all sorts of things out of carbon fiber. Are there things that can't be built out of carbon fiber or is that just the future coming <laughs> towards us? Yeah, I mean, there's new processes coming out every day, it seems like, for how you can form and make carbon fiber. So I do believe it is almost limitless. You know, there are current molding techniques that are make it more difficult to do high detail items. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you got Lamborghini working with their forged composites, uh, which are really helping them uh, make carbon fiber parts with these higher amount of details uh, using high pressure molding that's very similar to plastic injection molding. Uh, so I do believe it is the sky's the limit. Well, I was just about to say, it sounds like for your future, the sky is the limit because there's all sorts of things (laughs) coming. Explain to our audience that may not be as familiar with carbon fiber, what are some of the features and attributes that make it so compelling to use for all these variety of of reasons or, or applications, I should say? Sure. I mean, everyone knows what it looks like, it seems like, on a car. It looks awesome. Uh, But the reason we're actually using is because it is lightweight, extremely lightweight and extremely strong. It's a very stiff material. And when you compare it to steel and aluminum and plastic, I mean, it just blows them all out of the water. So anywhere where you want it to be stronger and lighter, it's going to be the best material to use. Of course, cost is the factor, but it has significantly decreased in cost over the years. It used to be 100 times the price that it is now, Uh, you know, just 20 years ago. So drastically dropping in price and catching up to the cost of aluminum. You also work in the aerospace industry, and I see more and more things about parts of aircraft, spacecraft, all sorts of things being made out of carbon fiber. What are some of the other aerospace applications? I I mean, exactly what you said there. You have all the commercial applications. Uh, What we're finding ourselves doing more in the aerospace area is drone components. Mm Whether it is, I mean, we're doing drones for inventory management in warehouses where you have a drone flying around taking inventory for you. <laughs> oh, cool. Um, <laughs> all right. Yeah. We're, we're working on drones uh, for surveilling or doing surveillance, but we also have it for uh, doing land surveying and checking for natural resources with different imaging you know, cameras on them. So they just want lightweight drones that can fly for a long amount of time without having to come back and charge. So you name the application, they're making it now. What are some of the things in the medical industry that are made out of carbon fiber? So specifically for us, what we've worked on are different mobility devices. So uh, walkers uh, sort of related. Oh, yeah. Uh, Okay. Yeah. Lightweight fold-up walkers uh, as more and more people are are getting older and needing that help getting around. And then we've also done some work. It's interesting. Carbon fiber is actually x-ray transparent. So we've done some work uh, with some devices that would be used in a medical setting that would allow you to x-ray through this carbon fiber and still be able to see the patient you're working on, despite having something maybe above them or in the way, like a tool. So 
uh, some interesting applications there to come. You know, carbon fiber, when it first hit the marketplace or even before we saw it in race cars, obviously for obvious, well, for obvious reasons to lighten the cars. Uh, but one of the things that you always see in race cars when there's, say, incidents, like the most recent uh, race where the two Ferrari cars took each other out. Sorry, I don't mean yeah. to laugh at Ferrari, but you just go, you can imagine the team guy back in the pits going, oh, are Ugh. you serious, guys? Come on. Uh, but when carbon gets hit hard, it seems to shatter. And I know it absorbs energy, so it protects the occupants, but it does seem to self-destruct in some way. Is that still an attribute or is that being changed with the different types of carbon fiber manufacturing? Yeah. So, I mean, that is still an issue. But what people are finding, what we're doing ourselves is is you can mix uh, materials. So carbon fiber is strong, but it is brittle, very stiff. Fiberglass and Kevlar are both much better at impact resistance. And so basically every part we make, uh, we're actually going to do carbon fiber for the majority of it. But we're actually always going to include a single layer of this fiberglass mesh that actually goes throughout it, throughout the part. And so in the case of a collision or catastrophic failure, uh, it actually should not explode or break uh, so so much apart because yeah. of this mesh that actually holds it together. Wow, very cool. Are they using carbon fiber at all internally for humans in the case of uh, surgeries or things? I know uh, in some cases where you have to have metal plates put in your body or things to hold bones and things together. Are they using any of that inside the human body? I think there is research into it. I know there are certain composites, but I think there are still issues uh, with your body accepting it uh, yeah. as a material that it wants <laughs> inside of it. That would make sense to me. Yeah, absolutely. What does the future hold for your company? What do you see coming down the line to things that you would like to do in the future? I mean, we are developing ourselves uh, into being, you know, ideally an, an OEM manufacturer for the automotive industry as well as aerospace industry. Mm -hmm. So we are looking to build a lot more cars and a lot more drones is really what we're what we're looking forward to. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're we're six years in now and we're we're just starting to get good at what we do. So yeah. we're excited to take on some bigger challenges. Well, absolutely. And as we see vehicles, especially you think of electric vehicles having heavy batteries in them, wanting to make components lighter so that the overall vehicle is lighter is pretty cool. But even everything, they just came out with the new Bronco, you know, the, the mm -hmm. re reversioned version of the Bronco, which when it came out seems to have uh, obliterated my uh, social media feed. Everybody was talking about it. And the first thing you think of, okay, how about carbon fiber panels for that thing to make it even lighter and faster and very, very cool what you're doing. You know, I always like to ask my guests about a big challenge they faced or maybe even a failure along the way. And it's more about the lesson learned. So take us down a path here and tell us how that experience that you had, even though it might have been challenging, helped you gain even more momentum as you move forward in your career, your business, or your life. Sure. I mean, in business, I guess one of the things we like to say is fail fast and iterate quickly. So so we inc we encourage failure and uh, we want that failure so that we learn quickly and we can grow quickly. Uh, so over the last many years, uh, five years, we have failed many times. And probably the biggest difficulties in, in growing a business like this is scaling, right? It's uh, knowing when to hire, uh, when to invest in new equipment. We continue to overcome this uh, by learning from our mistakes, uh, writing everything down so we don't make the mistake twice. So in, in the business realm of things, you know, we have thought we were investing in the next best piece of equipment that we needed and then found out that it just wasn't what we needed. It did not end up paying off for us mm, or, yeah. or we, you know, whether it's over hiring uh, and then realizing the work wasn't there and having to scale back or not hiring enough and remaining, a, you know, it was 14 hour days to get the job done. But we learned from learned from all this and put it into the future. 
you know, let's talk about this pandemic a bit. I've been asking my guests this. How has it affected your world, your business? Uh, first and foremost, is everybody in your company and your family safe and healthy? Yes, everyone's doing all right. Thanks for asking. Good. Absolutely. Well, how has the pandemic affected you? Because we've been into this now for four or five months. Seems like five years to me sometimes. <laughs> it just won't end. Uh, but how has it affected you in a positive way or a negative way? And I say positive because I've had a lot of guests on that actually their business has increased because of this. Yeah, it is one of those weird things. We actually are doing quite well. You know, we are a pretty diverse company. We have, uh, we do work in lots of industries. And so we have seen some areas decrease while there's others have increased. So overall, we are doing doing fine. And we have, you know, some of our projects have scaled back. We did shut down for, for six weeks or so before getting our essential business certification mm-hmm. um, that the work, the companies we are working for are essential and we are a supplier to them. So a little bit of downtime there, uh, but that helped us reorganize and get our things together so we could figure out what we wanted to do for the rest of this year. And overall, we're we're going gung-ho ahead and feel good about it. That's awesome. I love to hear that. How about employees? Because one of the challenges in any business is finding great employees. With technology like this and so forth, is it hard to find qualified people to work for you? Or do people come in and learn as they go? Or is there a whole group of people out there that have some knowledge in the carbon fiber industry that you can bring in and seek? Yeah, uh, it's definitely a mix of the two. Because we, you know, we actually specifically relocated from Cal Poly, California area uh, up here to Seattle, not only because my wife is here, but because Boeing is here and you have a lot of people training in the composites industry already. So those people do exist. Uh, however, it is hard to to hold on to those people when they have opportunities at Boeing that can pay twice as much. Sure. So what we have actually found is what we look for is we look for smart, smart people. Because it is a trainable industry, we need a good attention to detail. But for the most part, if you're smart, you can you can learn how to make composites. Very cool. Well, I'm happy to hear that. Well, let's take a short break. Thank our sponsors here. And we come back. I want to talk a little bit with you, Gabe, about your personal passion for cars and automotive. And we can talk about planes or anything that moves fast. So sit tight and we'll be right back. When it was time to renew my last policy for my collector car, my carrier's rates went up. They went way up. But my usage was the same and I never had made a claim. No tickets, nothing. What's with that? American Collectors Insurance, that's who now protects my Porsche Turbo. The one I call my orange crush. Has your collector car insurance recently raised your rates for no good reason? Tired of paying an annual membership fee? (laughs) I was too. So I shopped around, I asked friends for recommendations, and found a winner that I can trust. And boy, am I glad I did. I'm saving hundreds of dollars. I can sleep at night knowing my baby is properly insured. American Collectors Insurance have been protecting vehicles since 1976. They provide me with an agreed value insurance policy backed by a history of taking care of their clients. What could be better than that? Give them a call for a quote today at 866-ACI-YEAH. That's 866-224-9324. And protect the ones you love like I did. American Collectors Insurance. Classic car insurance designed by collectors for collectors. My favorite collector car magazine is Keith Martin's Sports Car Market. I've been a subscriber for decades. Sports Car Market is the Wall Street Journal for enthusiasts and collectors. It's your monthly must-read. Whether you dream of owning a collector car... Maybe you have two, or maybe you've got 200. Sports Car Market has been around for 31 years, and it's filled with valuable articles, intelligent write-ups, and the latest auction sales. Go to sportscarmarket.com and subscribe today. And don't miss my weekly podcast 
with Keith Martin titled Buy, Sell, Hold. It's the essence of collecting. We talk to the movers and shakers in the collector car world. Here's a couple deals I have for you just for listening here on Cars Yeah. If you use the checkout code Cars Yeah, you'll receive a 50% discount on your digital subscription at Sports Car Market. That's an exclusive offer from Cars Yeah. And guess what? Here's another deal. If you'd like to get the actual magazine, use the code BSH for buy, sell, hold. That's code BSH. And you'll get $10 off your annual print subscription. That's right. $10 off. Both of these are exclusive offers here at Cars Yeah for Sports Car Market Magazine. Just go to sportscarmarket.com and get your deals today. Let's take a pit stop from the conversation and talk about my charity of choice here at Cars Yeah, America's Automotive Trust. America's Automotive Trust is a group of like-minded nonprofits working together to preserve and promote car culture across the country. Together, they provide scholarships and grants to aspiring technicians and restoration artists. They provide youth education programs and bring communities together through auto-related events, car shows, and drives. One of those nonprofits is very near and dear to my heart because it's right down the road from the Cars Yeah headquarters. It's the LeMay America's Car Museum in Tacoma, Washington. One of the world's truly great automobile collections and one of those must-see bucket list destinations for car people like you and me. If you haven't seen it, I hope you make a trip soon. And if you have seen it, it's probably time to visit again. To learn more about this fantastic museum, go to www.americascarmuseum.org. And while you're there, you can donate to help them keep their engines running. That's www.americascarmuseum.org. So, Gabe, we're back. I would love for you to share a story with our listeners that instigated this passion that you have for cars and things that move fast. Is there a pivotal moment in your life when you knew you were going to be a car guy? Um, I kind of hit on it already just in terms of my passion for automotive efficiency. It just kind of hit midway through high school. You know, it was during the time when Priuses were coming out and people were talking about efficient cars. And I looked at Priuses and I thought they were hideous. And I thought, there's got to be a better way to do that. Yeah, me too. (laughs) Um, And can't we have good-looking, fast, efficient vehicles? Right. Uh, Is that not possible? And so it was actually a a high school project uh, for my history class that I would say led me into it the first time. It was I needed to pick some current event, something I was passionate about, and make a movie about it. And so I made this movie about you know, aiming for higher gas mileage, and uh, that kind of launched it for me. Huh. And I started researching different cars and trying to find out you know, about drag coefficients, and I was looking at supercars and seeing just how efficient they are in their design and trying to mix the best of the two worlds together. Ah, fascinating. Very cool. Well, it's a nice segue into my next question, and that is, what was the first really special vehicle in your life? Well, uh, you might be able to put it together from this. I was looking for a somewhat fast, kind of cool looking car that also had good gas mileage. So okay. um, my first car would be a 1991 Honda CRX. And nice. uh, that was the car. That was my first car that I purchased for myself. It's what I'd wanted for a number of years. I got it back in college when I was a sophomore. And I was very excited about my little tiny race car that could get 50 miles per gallon. <laughs> yeah. You know, fun little cars. I mean, all those little cars in that genre are awesome and perfect 
uh, you think of hatchbacks and uh, fast little cars and the different uh, variations of some of these vehicles that started as a basic e- economy car, but then they kind of souped them up a little bit and made them more fun uh, for those of us that maybe couldn't go out at the time and buy a Porsche or Ferrari or something else, but wanted something that was quick and fun and efficient, could save us some money on fuel as well. <laughs> so very cool. Well, being being a um, innovative guy, this next question should render an interesting response. If you woke up tomorrow and you were manifest as a vehicle, and, and this isn't what you want to be. This is because we'd all love to be something sleek and sporty. You know, you could be. Uh, yeah. I don't think I would be, but uh, what would you be and why? Well, I think I'd have to say I would be a crossover. Okay. Specifically, a BMW X6 has always been, I love the the mix of styles that it is. Uh-huh. It, it can go fast, but it's also very utilitarian. And I see myself as as that I'm, I'm I'm the jack of all trades uh, sort of guy right I'm a, the CEO of this company chief of everything all right yes. you got to do it all <laughs> yeah. so I like a car that can do do everything it can go fast but it also can carry your, your friends and family in it as well as go off road and get you up a mountain uh, so you know I like that yeah and those are those were kind of cool when they first came out I kind of looked at them and went hmm what's going on here in fact I remember uh-huh. I went and I was trying to we had an X5 at the time and I was trying to convince my wife maybe this would be the next cool car to have and she kind of uh-huh. looked at me and she goes are you thinking about something for you or me and I, <laughs> and I said well you know honey both of us you know but uh, uh, very interesting and of course crossovers have become the car you go yeah. to any parking lot it's just full of them you know it's yep. it's absolutely amazing so uh, i think that kind of fits you gabe i think it's a good choice yeah nicely done <laughs> all right we are entering what i call the last lap i'm going to fire off some questions for you a little bit of a lightning round have you give us some quick blips of that x6 throttle so here we go what's one of your personal habits that you believe has contributed to your successes over the years good sleep always get seven to eight hours of sleep you know, the rest of the day I'm going 150%, but make sure you get that sleep. Yeah, I've always been jealous of people that could get away with like three or four hours. I, I'd, you think of how much time that would add, but I need at least seven hours to be functioning yep. properly. Uh, I don't know how those other folks do it, but uh, I wish I had that. I guess it's just your DNA or something. Yep. It's how much deep sleep you can get, I guess. I guess so. Yeah, maybe it takes me a while to get to sleep. I don't know. My <laughs> wife says I fall asleep in like three seconds. So, uh, but uh, yeah, it would be nice to have that extra time. But sleep is important. How about if I could arrange for you to have a drink or a meal with anyone in the automotive industry or the tech industry? Something kind of fits with what you do, living or deceased. Who would it be? I think that's easy for me. Uh, I would. I'd talk to Elon Musk. Yeah, I knew uh, you were going to say that. Yeah, right. Yeah. Right? Yeah. He's absolutely. done so much. So much in the automotive aerospace industry in such a short time. I think there's a lot I could learn from him about building strong teams and developing products. I don't think he's necessarily done everything the way I'd want it to be done, uh, but still a super interesting guy. Love to know how he gets it all done. I saw an interview with a guy that he hired from NASA for SpaceX, and this guy was talking about what it's like to work with Elon Musk, and it was a hilarious interview. I mean, and it's kind of what you think when you listen to Elon Musk speak. He's not the most eloquent speaker. No. You just think that his brain is moving so fast that his mouth can't keep up with it, you know, because of what he does. And the guy blows me away. He's running, what, four or five companies, yeah. all different kinds of things, and just keeps in Tesla. By the time this show airs, who knows where the stock will be, but boy, the week we're doing this, holy cow, wish I'd bought some of that four weeks ago. Uh, it's just, yeah. in, just incredible. <laughs> I mean, just 
and the the crazy ideas that come out of his head when they were joking about shorting his stock, he's he, he printed a whole bunch yep. of silk shorty shorts and sold out like in an yep. hour. I mean, it's just <laughs> hilarious. So yeah, I would love nothing more than to sit down and spend some time with him. I don't think an hour would be enough. Uh, Definitely not. Yeah, but trying to get him to sit still for that long would be a challenge as well. How about the best uh, automotive advice someone else has ever offered you? What would that be? I've got a kind of a funny one there, but uh, you know, if you buy a used vehicle, uh, make sure there's oil in it before you drive it. <laughs> Okay, now I got to ask, why would you say that? Uh, I've got a got a story of uh, a friend and I. Uh, we not too long ago purchased a, a scooter, a Honda Trail ninety. Oh yeah, I remember those. Yeah, yeah. You know, we've got a little squad of them, so we've uh, have some fun during the summer. And uh, I'd say the latest one that my friend purchased, you know, seemed it was good condition. You know, great. Got it home. Uh, took it out for its first spin. You know, everything's in working condition and. Uh, all of a sudden, the engine seized up on us and oh, uh, yeah. realized the previous owner didn't put oil in it before he sold it to us. Oh, gosh. Oh, my gosh. You know, it's kind of interesting. It's one of those things way back when I was younger. My dad taught me this. He said, when you go and look at a used car, one of the things to do is open the engine bay, see what it looks like in there, and then also check the oil and see yeah. if somebody's maintained it. That oil is dark, dark black. Uh, you might want to go somewhere else because that car's probably not been maintained. But yeah, not seeing any oil in the dipstick, that'd be a sign, yeah, wouldn't it? Oh that's my. a real real bad sign. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry that happened to you. Those Trail 90s are, were fun, though. I had, I had a Trail 70 back when I was a kid. My sister and I uh-huh. each had one. They were great for riding up and down the beach in Mexico. Now, how about a um, automotive resource? Is there one or a go-to or any kind of great resource that you tend to find yourself going to over and over? Well, I think I'd like to rep and push out one of our newest sites, actually, that we developed. Yeah, please do. It's uh, called Group Buy. It's Common Fibers Group Buy or groupbuy.commonfibers.com. It's okay. actually something we've launched pretty recently. And basically, you know, we've been we've been helping people with group buys for years now, trying to organize them on Facebook and Instagram. And, you know, it's just the hassle of find, getting the guy, some guy, PayPal money, and then he gives it to the company and whatever that looks like. Mm-hmm. It's always been a mess. Uh, so we came up with a website that organizes all that in one place. And so specifically, it's carbon fiber components that we're making for group buys. Um, so I think it's worth checking out. Anyone can post a product and say, hey, I'm looking for these parts for my car. Share it around on some forums and Facebook groups and uh, and we, you know, we'll post the project and hopefully get it funded. That's kind of like a Kickstarter for carbon fiber car parts. That's very cool. So it's group buy singular dot com group buy. So it's group buy dot common fibers dot com. Oh, okay. Uh, .com and fibers.com. Yep. Okay. I wanted to make sure I get that right so we can link that. Very cool idea. I like that. That's <laughs> very nice. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, very good. How about a book? Is there a book that you've read that you think our listeners should crack open and read? Uh, well, I would have to say a Seattle classic, uh, The Art of Racing in the Rain. Yeah. As one of my favorites, you know, once again, just for living up here and yeah. enjoying driving in the rain. It speaks to me well. Absolutely. You know, Gar Stein, the author of that book, lives up in Seattle. And I met him at a book signing and then eventually got him as a guest here. And of course, I'll tell you, that's the most recommended book on the show, which is pretty cool. Yeah. When I had him on the show, he was talking about maybe someday they'll make a movie. Of course, they've done that. Uh, but I always tell people the movie's fine, but read the book or get the yep. audio book. Uh, it's just so much more. It goes more in depth and is really, really cool. And I have a box of tissues handy because you'll need them. Uh, (laughs) Yes. Yeah, it's just, it's a great book. Awesome. I'll remind our listeners, you can find all these great resources that Gabe has shared with us today on his very own show notes page on Carsia. Just go to Carsia.com, type in Gabe Mountjoy, and his page will pop right up with links. There's also a great place on the website called Guest 
recommended books where my inspiring automotive enthusiasts have recommended over 1,600 very cool books, including The Art of Racing in the Rain, and I made it really easy to buy. Just click, it takes you right to Amazon, boom, you're done. Another little company here in Seattle. <laughs> As their truck, boy, that was on cue. They're, one of their delivery prime trucks just drove by my window. Oh, yeah. Who'd have thought? <laughs> I mean, they come up my street like 10 times a day. They're like bees. All right, yes, we're man. up to the checkered flag here. And this last question can be a bit of a doozy, Gabe, but it's a fun idea. I'm going to buy you any cool collector car on the planet today. It doesn't matter where it is or who owns it. Uh, just a few rules since I'm writing the check. Uh, you can't sell it to fund your company or your next project. You have to keep it. It needs to tick all the boxes for you. But here's the hard part. It's the only one cool collector car you can park in your garage. So for today, buy ya. <laughs> all right. Well... I think you're going to have to write a pretty big check. Am I? Um, Uh-oh. I thought being a carbon fiber guy, <laughs> I thought this might get expensive. So, okay, I'm prepared. Yeah. I think the car I want in my garage is going to be the SSC2 Atara. Ooh. Um, okay. It is yeah. only one of only one of 100 made, and you know I can be proud to say that I had a part in bringing it to life. So, it's probably going to go about $2 million, uh, so oh. it might be a little while before I can afford that one. Uh, well, the, I'm um, buying, so it doesn't matter. So... Yeah, the insurance, exactly. though, so could be buying, a bit of a challenge. But, uh, that's a good point. That's okay. I've got a new vendor here, uh, um, American Collectors Insurance Company. I'm sure they'd be happy to help you there. Uh, <laughs> I'll just include the insurance. I'll get them to sign up. They insure my car. So there you go. Well, let's talk a little bit about your involvement in this vehicle, because this is a crazy car. Absolutely crazy car. But how are you involved? We have been working with them for the last two years or so, prototyping carbon fiber uh, components uh, for the vehicle. And so uh, developing aero components and structural components and uh, hoping to continue doing more production work for these vehicles as well uh, as they get into production. Once again, I can't can't disclose too much of what uh-huh. we're doing, but we're are playing a big role in the composites for the vehicle. Very cool. Well, that's pretty neat. And plus to have your hand in it would make you smile every time you got behind the wheel. So uh, I like it. Very nice. The only person who's mentioned that car too, but they're kind of rare. So I'm not that surprised, but it's very cool that you're involved in them. Yeah. Very nice. Gabe, you've taken me on a fun ride today. This has been great. I want to thank you for sharing your journey and carbon common fibers with us today. Could you offer us maybe one little parting piece of wisdom or guidance before you rip off into the sunset in that insanely fast (laughs) sports car? Uh, Yeah, I'm going to come back to what I said earlier. Uh, Fail fast and iterate quickly. That is how you can grow a business um, and learn quickly. Yeah, don't be afraid to fail. Absolutely. What's the best way for people to learn more about your company? Um, Find us at uh, commonfibers.com. That's going to get you. You'll be able to get to any of our sites from there. We actually have a total of eight, I believe, at this point. So you can check out our fabrication work. Uh, You can check out our group buy. We have a DIY blog teaching people how to make composites. Uh, We have an Acura Honda specific site. All sorts of sites, uh, everything carbon fiber you can imagine. Uh, just start cool. at commonfibers.com. Very cool. I'll make sure I put a link to that. They're easy to find, though. Check it out. This is very exciting. Very cool, innovative, uh, upfront, futuristic type company here you're running. So I uh, really appreciate you spending time with us today. Thanks for being so generous with sharing your story with the listeners here. Until you and I talk again, I'll see you down the road. Thanks, Mark. Appreciate it. You're welcome. If you're listening to Cars Yeah, you've probably spent some time working on your favorite ride. But how confident are you working on your finances? You may be able to rebuild a fuel injection system, but can you decipher the details of a mutual fund? 
If you're like me, investments, insurance, annuities, budgeting, and other financial concepts may seem a bit daunting, but what if I told you there's a book that describes these subjects and more in an easy-to-read and a very humorous way? My friend Chris Kimball, CFP, a longtime sponsor and past guest here on Cars yeah, has written that book, and it's titled The Saga of Ike and Penny, a couple's humorous journey through the confusing world of finance. It's a fun look at things you need to know, everything from investing to effective ways to get rid of credit card debt and it's probably the only book on finance with a v-max on the front cover and a classic mini cooper on the back the book's available at amazon for just ten dollars and this book will dramatically improve the direction of your financial future i gave copies to each of my children all securities are through money concepts capital corp christopher kimball financial services is not affiliated with money concepts capital corp get your copy the saga of ike and penny today Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah. Cars Yeah.